Hi everyone, and welcome back to The Playing Agenda. Angus Hasty from the Geelong Falcons of It Country joined me as part of our Draft Etc. series. This determined young man who moulds his game on Tom Stewart has been described as the Geelong Falcons' brightest draft prospect. He speaks about his willingness to work hard and self-discipline being a key factor in his development so far. I enjoyed this one. I hope you do too. I think that's important, like you said, about trusting the process and not getting too caught up about the end result. If you're walking alone, stay alone because you're probably doing something right. That's when I really started to develop being better as a person, being better as a footballer and an athlete and stuff and back yourself in and, and just try to be where you are in the moment. Angus Hasty, thanks for coming on the podcast, mate. Um, yeah, thanks for giving up some of your time tonight. How are you going? Yeah, good times. Good to speak to you again and um yeah yeah it's good to be on the potty yeah long time no see indeed start us off now of your journey in football from from i suppose when you first started to to the present yeah yeah so obviously um started playing when i was young played i was kicking whatnot through throughout those pathways but um yeah i was mostly just playing local footy as a young kid and um i was playing other sports basketball and cricket as well and um that was that was a focus for me also and um with footy yeah, I was in, I was enjoying that but that was more playing with my mates and whatnot and having to run around at um South Bowen Grovey and um those clubs and yeah it was, it was just more like the joy of it at that age but um yeah over the past um two years it's really ramped up with um the Falcons pathways and um all the opportunities I've been given through there so um yeah it, it's been a big couple of years in terms of footy and ramped up massively, but, um, yeah, I've been thankful for it. Talk me through what's that been like. Obviously, I came across you a bit with with cricket, um, and then obviously you said now it's ramped up with just all the squads and whatnot. What's been like the the major change in those couple of years? Is it, is it more the just the volume of training and squads you're in, or is it more just like the intensity and the seriousness of it? Yeah, I'll definitely say it's more the seriousness side, like, I've always had training every day of the week since I was 10 years old with whatever sport it was, whether it's playing basketball on a Friday night and cricket the next morning on Saturday and training for footy on Sunday. It was always full on since I was um, real young. But, um, yeah, that, that stayed the same. And to be honest, dropping off um, basketball and cricket's given me a bit more time to focus on footy and a bit more time to um, kind of get away from the game a little bit and all sport in general. And, um, yeah, it's more just a seriousness and um, with the draft, um, like, in mind, this, like, start of this year and bit of the end of last year, it was um, a real focus and um, I knew what I had to do to um, get to this point and um, I was able to put in that work and, um, yeah, obviously the, there's a lot more squads and um, opportunities that I was given and, um, yeah. Those opportunities and volume and... And intensity you speak of has that projected you from where you were a couple of years ago, or has it always been something that you've you, you've been on that gradual line up to the up to the spot of being drafted? Yeah, well, like like I said, as um, I was younger, I was always training and whatnot, and um, I always loved loved that side of like I'm pretty sure it drove mum and dad crazy, like driving me around everywhere and getting up early and staying up late for um, certain sports, but. Um, I always loved it and I was always asked um, what my favourite sport was and whatnot and I couldn't choose because I genuinely loved and enjoyed doing every single one of them. So um, when it came to training every day of the week, I was I was always up to it and 
um, it made it easy when, like, to be honest, like you'd think the load gets picked up with footy this year. But um, I went from playing like cricket and footy where I'd be training every day of the week with um, the different sports going on. But, um, yeah, it, it cuts down to three or four days of the week, which for some people is still a massive load. But for me, it gave me probably too much time away from the game where um, I just wanted to keep going. But, um, yeah, as, as it's come up to the draft now, it's um, – yeah, since the season's finished, I've had a lot of time to um, kind of sit back and a lot of free time that I've needed to fill. And, um, yeah, it's been an enjoyable year and um, the, the, I've enjoyed putting in the work and um, got a good like, group of boys down at Falcons, which um, I was able to work with and the coaching staff as well. And they made it, like, extremely easy getting in there every day and um, seeing them and whatnot. So, yeah. You speak of the, of the work that's needed, I guess, to to get where you are. Does that come naturally to you in terms of you said you've you've trained a lot for different for different teams and, and sports and whatnot? Has is that something you just enjoy, or is it something you've got to, I suppose, stay motivated um, consciously to ensure you you're always improving? Yeah, well, it, it's always been easy for me because, um, like I said earlier, I've just always enjoyed it. And um, if if you enjoy what you're doing, it's um, it makes it a whole lot easier. And um, that hard work, it, it doesn't even feel like hard work because it's just what you love doing. Like it, whether it's in the gym or um, running laps of the track, like some people dread doing it, but yeah, I generally like getting in there and working and all that. So that definitely works in my favour. But um, there's obviously times as well where um, you're not as motivated to get up and do that stuff. So um, yeah, sometimes you got to find that. Um, motivation whether it's um from someone else which for me i think i'm very uh, self-driven and i don't really need external people to push me to do stuff i'm um i like pride myself on being able to motivate myself and push myself without um people having to do that for me we'll touch on the squads that you've been in this year but on that self-driven piece has that been something you've noticed that Nine times out of ten, that's that's the same as everyone else in those squads. Or do you feel that you've separated yourself from a few by by how driven you've been? Yeah, well, depending on how um, high of a level it is, it's um, obviously varies. But I think a lot of the boys, if we're talking big country wise, or even Geelong Falcons, um, at coach league, I think everyone there is pretty pretty self driven, and um, everyone's there for a reason because they can obviously got talent, but they can work hard as well and. Um, coaches and um, recruiters have picked up on that and that's why they're in those positions as well. So um, it, it's kind of a um, it, it's a prerequisite going into it. You need to be able to um, drive yourself and not rely on your parents or um, teammates to um, put in the work for you, which you should be doing. So because obviously if you, if you do get lucky enough to get an AFL club or whatever sport it is, if you go to the a higher level then yeah you're not gonna have people on your tail every day telling you what to do if you don't want to do it then um you're never gonna get anywhere so yeah i think um everyone at that kind of level the country especially everyone's like there for a reason that they, they want to get drafted and they know that they need to drive themselves and push themselves to get to that next level and to perform and um, do everything they can to get where they want to be let's talk about the country being in those squads was that something you had your eye on at the start of the year and something you were well and truly amongst? Or was it something that kind of you started the year really well by the looks of your of your stats and your highlights? Is that something that just came across your desk because of those performances? Or was, or was that something that was always on your radar? 
uh, like early in the year or in pre-season even, like I had that thought and it was in my mind. But um, as the year kind of went on, I was very focused at what we're doing at Falcons and um, I had my mind on winning games and setting us up, which I think we had a really good start to the year as a team. And um, there, there was a lot of other really good individual performers in that team. But um, as it came a little bit closer, um, there was a few trial matches where um, that's kind of where you can shift your mind from being at um, Falcons and big country. So I think I tried to separate that a little bit where when I was at Falcons, I was very focused on like the team performance and what we're doing down there and um, what I can do within that team. And, um, yeah, when it came to the practice matches at big country and that sort of thing, then I can kind of shift and um, think about, yeah, what, what I can do to make those squads. So um, it was two different mindsets, but obviously – yeah, I did want to um, be in that big country squad, and everyone knows about it. Everyone's um, everyone out there, like coach league teams, like they they want to be in those squads. So, um, as much as you plan um, to win and to to better your team, you also need to um, kind of push yourself forward and to get your name in those squads and to get noticed. Being in those squads, especially big country, is that growing your belief and confidence within your game? Yeah, I think it has because, um, yeah, obviously a lot of the guys there, you've got some big names there and you're playing against some people that have had a bit of attention and whatnot. So um, before that, you kind of don't know where you're sitting. But um, when you, when I got in there and when I was playing against um, some of the boys and allies and WA and those teams and even some of the teammates of Big Country, Harley Reid and Zane Dersmer and those guys, you, you see what they're like and I think you kind of, know where you fit in with it and um, you kind of get that taste and you go, yeah, like I'm good enough to kind of fit in with these blokes and to even be like better than you even thought you could because a lot of people can go into their shell when it comes to um, getting amongst bigger names and bigger teams and whatnot. So um, I think I was pretty good at um, using my confidence and, um, yeah, my my belief in myself to – um, grow and to perform and to um, realise that I'm good enough to be there and I'm good enough to, um, yeah, play well and um, to push even forward from big country and bring that back to folks as well. Is there a key trend or a, a key evidence from, from these players, you speak of Dersmer and Reed and these, I suppose, players you play against, is there some key things they do within their game, within preparation that, that stand out to you that you've taken anything from? Yeah, I think they're all very confident. They know that they're good players and they take that. And, I mean, you see it in Harley's game, the way he um, fends people off and, like, attacks and uses his strength and whatnot. You see how um, dominant he is and that all comes from his belief in himself. He knows that um, he's the best player in that field. And I think um, every player should have that mindset, including myself, I think you should think that you are better than everyone else and that's something that you need to do if you really want to be as good as you can be and reach your full potential. So um, that's reflected among like all the best players that I've played with at least and, um, yeah, I think it's a really good mindset to have to um, be able to take the game on and showcase your skills and your talents and, yeah, to reach your potential. How about the Falcons? Obviously, you're, you're one of the better players in the Falcons, obviously. How did you go being a senior player in that on that group, your second year on the list? What was that like and how did you take that in your stride? Um, yeah, I think 
it was really well set up um, from my bottom age year because we had a, really, a few really good leaders at the club with Jai Clark, who you've spoken to, and um, Ted Closey and a few of the other boys. And, um, yeah, I think we were able to get a lot of experience through them and um, kind of leech off what they were doing in their top age year and um, bring that into our top age year and show the bottom ages what it's um, like to be in a professional environment and um, whatnot. So, yeah, I think... Um, those role models, even the coaches. I mean, Tom Lonigan last year, who was involved, and um, he he got a job at Carlton this year, so he's obviously off to bigger and better things. But um, he was really good in our development and being professional and all that sort of thing. They really nailed that into us. So yeah, I think it was more we um, we learned and we knew our position as bottom majors that we weren't going to take over or be big. Um, like have big egos within the club or something and we kind of sat back a little bit and learned from the top ages and um, when you gone into our top age year that um, the bottom ages would look up to us. So I thought I know personally for me I, I knew there'd be people looking up to me and people like like based off being even being a big country, I know the bottom ages are looking at that going, oh, I want to play a big country this year. So I know they'll be watching me closely training and whatnot, so I've got to keep my standards high and, um, make sure I'm professional and, yeah, my standards aren't dropping at all. That work you speak of or you have spoken of this episode, um, what does that look like for you? Obviously, it gets thrown around a bit, the hard work piece, but for you this season, last season, when you've, I suppose, really got going with your footy, um, what, is the, what does work look like, look like for you? Yeah, yeah, it comes in lots of aspects. Like, it, it, it's your whole lifestyle, I think, for me. It's not just what you do within the club. It's what you do away from it. and the habits that you get into, whether it's your diet or um, your mental well-being and that sort of stuff. So I think that was a heavy focus for me where, um, like, I do a lot of meditation personally and I've probably lacked on it a bit lately since the season's finished. But, um, yeah, being mindful and that sort of thing something I focused on a lot. And, um, yeah, I tried to adjust my habits and whatnot to make sure I got the most out of my performance when I was at training or um, playing a game. But um, yeah, yeah, the hard work also comes from whether it's when you're putting on weight, like what you're eating, and um, if you got to like for me personally, I've got to put on a lot of weight, and it's hard work trying to eat three steaks a day and um, to eat like plenty of calories and whatnot. But um, yeah, and then obviously there's the, the straight up work that you do on the track and um, the K's you run in the game and that sort of thing. But yeah, for me that. Um, the real hard work's done away and it, it's your whole lifestyle that um, determines how you go when you're actually playing. What are some of those habits that are really important for you that ingrained in your, I suppose, game you are, you've got now that's got you to where you are now? What are those few things you really value highly? Um, well, looking after your body's the main thing for me. I've done, I'm lucky enough, one of my school teachers set up a recovery place down in Geelong this year where he's given me access to it and he's got saunas and um, hot and cold spas and recovery lounges in there. It's called Arc Recovery. It's, it's unreal down there. He's grown pretty rapidly, but um, that that was huge for me. I'd go down there once or twice a week and um, make sure my body was feeling right, whether it's um, after the day after the game or the day before a game. Um, and, yeah, mindfulness that I touched on before, um, is another key habit that I kind of try to get into, whether it's going to the beach and um, having breathing techniques, just focusing on your breathing and being mindful and in your environment and that sort of stuff. So, um, 
yeah, I picked up a bit of meditation as well, like I spoke about. But um, at first, that was a bit difficult to be honest because, like, I was sitting there, like, I couldn't sit there and listen to someone, like, tell me how to breathe and I got a bit bored and um, it wasn't great. But, yeah, I developed that a little bit and spent a bit more time on it and I think it really helped me um, throughout the year and that's something I'm going to bring into um, next year with my footy, wherever that's at. Um, I think it's going to be a major focus for me. You speak of the meditation and, and the mindfulness. Um, what timing is that? Is that during the week? Is it during the match at half time? How do you implement that? And and what's like, I suppose, the the few key specific things you do with your mindfulness? I think one one main part of my mindfulness is I go down to the beach while when it's well not always good weather, but I'll go down once or twice a week. I'm not far from Torquay, so I'll go down to those beaches and um, I'll stand in the water and. Um, I'll go through all my senses and um, make sure, um, yeah, mindful of my surroundings and I'll listen out to things I can hear and that sort of thing. And um, It really calms you and you can use that when you might be standing in um, a huddle at quarter time or something and you might be freaking out because you're playing poorly or something. But if you're able to calm yourself with, um, yeah, being mindful, then that can really benefit your performance. And also um, our wellbeing guy took us through some, breathing techniques before basically every game this year so i would go a big group of us up went into a room and would sit around and would turn the lights off and would sit there close their eyes and yeah do a bit of breathing and um i think that um helped calm nerves and um i know that helped me and but there's a big group of us that went in before every game so i think that was really helpful for all of us but um yeah so you're obviously doing it game day and whatnot but um, I'd try to meditate every day. So um, it's something, yeah, throughout the week I'd heavily focus on. Is that something you do in the, in the morning or at night? It really depends. It was more often at night. Like I'd hop out the shower and do it. But um, there, there's times where I would do it in the morning, whether um, I, I might have had a poor day the day before and I thought, yeah, I've got to have a good day tomorrow. I'll get up in the morning. I'll do meditation. I might go for a swim. I'll go to the gym early, whatever. So um, there's times I'd do it in the morning, but it was most often like in the afternoon or night. For anyone who hasn't seen you play, describe yourself as a player and, and some of the strengths that you feel separate yourself from others. Yeah, so um, I'm a halfback and I think a lot of my strengths are um, my athletic ability and my ability to um, be agile and use my speed to um, break lines. And um, out of that, I'm able to um, hit targets and use my skills, which... Um, I'm still trying to develop at this point, but I think um, that's been a strength for me. Um, and also that um, defensive end has been a big focus on my game this year, being able to intercept and um, launch off that intercept. You you stand at 190 centimetres I, I saw before. Um, is is there a, a look to being that kind of third tall, defending hard and then rebounding well as well? Is that look to your focus in building a bit more size? Yeah, no, that's that's a big focus. I've obviously got to bulk up a little bit to do that, but I think another key strength in my game is um, being versatile. And um, I've played on Lockie Charleston from Rebels this year, who's um, 175 centimetres, and Nate Caddy, who's 195. So um, I've I've had lockdown roles on key forwards and small forwards. So I think um, that's another strength with um, my height and. Because um, I am 190, but um, my athletic ability allows me to play on those um, smaller guys, which um, I think I can take into the next level. And 
um, yeah, like you said, be that third toll and be able to accept, uh, intercept and, yeah, launch off it. You mentioned about your big focus this year was your defensive efforts. Is that is that one of the areas that you that you want to keep improving? Yeah, 100%. Um, I remember speaking to someone and um, they were talking to me and he said that when, when you're playing in the AFL, you, can't, you don't have an off day. Like every single player in that forward line is like one of the most talented players in the country. So you're not going to have a day where you can just sit back and go, oh, yeah, I don't have a big match up here. I can um, focus on my attacking game a bit more. But no, nah, if you are playing AFL footy, everyone out in that field can play. So you've really got to be able to defend more than anything first, of course, as a defender. That's um your main goal. And if you can't be able to lock someone down and um, stop them from kicking goals, then you're useless. So, yeah. Awesome, mate. We'll go into some questions to finish us off now. Play you, you model your game on? Tom Stewart. Uh, favorite book or podcast that you've listened or read? Ooh, um, I got the Ads and Dunks podcast. Actually, I love that. Yeah. Best advice you've been given? Yeah, my my dad's always um nailed into me being self driven, and I know I've spoken about that earlier, but um that's something that he's yeah always told me about, and he's never been like um he's obviously gonna push me, but. He's yeah, nailed into me that he wants me to drive myself and he knows that um like differentiates a lot of players, um, the players that kind of aren't motivated to do anything. So I'd say that, yeah. A habit or activity that you wish you began earlier that you've implemented in your game recently? Yeah, meditation. Uh, we've, we've spoken a lot about it, but, yeah, that's definitely helped me. Something you wish you could tell your younger self? Keep working because the hard work could pay off. What drives you as a footballer as we speak at the moment? Um, probably my love for the game and um, trying to, uh, yeah, the the support that I've received from around me, trying to um, kind of, obviously I'm doing it for myself, but I'm also doing it for those people. So I, I think that's a big drive of the people around me. From what you've seen, what, what separates the good players from the great players? Probably that commitment to the game and um, the hard work like we touched on and, um, yeah, that ability to kind of show up to work every day and be there for the right reasons as well. If you're there to get a paycheck or there to get a bit of fame, you're not going to get anything out of yourself and you're not going to have a long career. So I think if you're there for the right reasons and you're willing to put in the work, then um, that's something that, yeah, makes you, it could make a big difference. Awesome, Gus. Thanks so much for coming on, mate. Um, yeah, not long to the draft now, so I really appreciate you. Give me some of your time. Um, yeah, best of luck for for Monday or Tuesday, whenever it is. And um, yeah, hopefully you, you land at a club and we we see you have a successful career. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Appreciate it, mate. It's been really good. Appreciate you all for listening. Hope you got something out of the show. Before you go, I've got a favor to ask. If you haven't already, could you please rate the show five stars on Spotify and give it a follow to ensure you don't miss any episodes in the future. A big effort from me on my behalf going forward now to give you consistent episodes. So I hope you enjoy that and jump on board. Hopefully we can create something special. Cheers.